You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You know how everything seems like a good idea after you've had a few? Mm, yeah, that's this show. Riding in my car. And I'm listening to the radio. It's time for Dukes and Bell. Oh, someone told me it's the Black Beverly Hills. Is that true? Driving in Atlanta just got a whole lot more bearable. Welcome to the party, pal. Hi, everybody. Carl Dukes and Mike Bell. The names that mean goodness. Say my name, you know who I am. Carl Dukes. I drink and I know things. Oh, don't question my authority thing. King Kong ain't got on me. Sometimes you just got to call somebody, and I'm not ashamed to say it. You know, ah! And Mike Bell. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. Hope you guess my name. Bring a pitcher of beer every seven minutes until somebody passes out. And then bring one every ten minutes, right? Get ready for the best five hours of your life. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, stuff. So. Don't believe me, just watch. This is Dukes and Bell. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. You know what? Why don't we start doing the stuff that other guys have done on other radio shows around the country? No. no. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Atlanta, what's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, hey man. man. The big question, guys, as we head into the next 24 hours is what are the Atlanta Hawks going to do at the trade deadline? They have a decision to make, Mike. They can potentially uh, cut salary and slash mm. some salary. and Don't you know, do it. Not be in the luxury tax when it's all said and done, or they can try to improve this team. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski is reporting that, uh, you know, they don't have anything on the table right now. Mm. I, I don't think anybody is willing to give up a whole lot, Mike, and this is no disrespect to Jonte Murray, but we said this when it happened. You're not getting three first-round picks back for him. No. So the decision now is, first of all, and this is the question, how good are we? How good are we? Are we a top eight, nine, ten team? Are we going to be in the play-in? Mm. Or do you think they can make a run, as Big O said yesterday, and go on a 24-6 and six run <laughs> and, and be a top six team? How good are we? Because, Mike, that really determines how much you want to go in and maybe sacrifice something at this trade deadline. That's it. I mean, guys, anything that's really going to improve this team, like a marked improvement to what you're talking about, is going to require giving up something. And to me, it's almost like the catch-22 of all of it, Carl, because if you give away bogey, you're giving away some, some serious scoring, right? If you give away DeAndre Hunter, it's funny because now as you see what he can do when he's healthy, he becomes a catalyst and, and helps drive the bus like he's supposed to as a fourth overall pick. But, you know, then what's, the, what's the market going to be for him? You know, then you get into some of the other guys. I mean, Capella's one of the more likely ones, but there's not gonna, you're not going to get much for Capella in return, right? And then the other side of this is, DeJounte Murray's contract, the, uh, the contract that the, the Hawks offered him, the, the big money kicks in next year. So that might discourage other teams from taking him in the first place. We are currently 10th in the Eastern Conference. All right. We play at the Celtics tonight. They are currently first. 
Um, and I don't even think that when you look at our record and you go, all right, we're 16 games out of first place. So the Celtics right now are 16 games better than we are going into this game tonight. Mm-hmm. But even if you said, all right, are we better than Cleveland right now? No. Bucks, No. Knicks? No. Are you better than the Sixers? Maybe without Embiid, but he's right. coming back. Right. Pacers, we've seen that twice. It's been a beatdown. They're very similar. You know, they're a better version of us. They don't, you know, Tyreek doesn't play a lot of defense. They score a lot of high-scoring games, but they're just better than us. They're just better constructed, and they're not afraid to make trades. So maybe what I'm getting to, guys, is that our lot right now, whether you make a trade or not, because nothing, you're not going to get a significant star back. Our lot right now is 7, 8, 9, or 10. That's where we are. But if you trade DeJounte Murray and all you get is some middle-of-the-road middle player or two and a pick from, like, for 27 or 28? It's not enough. First off, it's the white flag. I like. I'm not going to tell these guys how to run their business. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell but them. You, people will stop going to the games. 21 was amazing. You did nothing to build on it. I mean, well, technically, you tried to build on it. You just were at, at cross purposes with the general manager who said this was a bad idea to give up three number ones for Dejounte Murray, and then you find yourself in this pickle. So you're not that better. You need you need scoring. You need defense. You know, Carl. You need a three and D guy. You need more bench scoring. And you're not going to be able to really, I don't know, the only way you get that is by getting into the luxury tax deep. And I'm sorry, you guys created this mess. I didn't tell Tony Russell to buy the Hawks. You know, if you're going to own anything in sports, is it a business write-off? Is it a real estate venture? Or are you trying to be the best team you can be? And if you're not, then you're wasting my and the other fans' time. Where are you guys at on this? 404-726-0929. And I think for us, the frustrating part as we watch this play out is the expectation has just been higher than what the team has delivered. The expectation from the fan base has been this is going to be a playoff team, one of the top six teams in the Eastern Conference. Maybe we get a home game, a home series. None of that has kind of played out. And here we are, you know, again, about to hit the trade deadline and finding ourselves 10th in the East. Now, you can give me all the reasons why that may be the case. To Mike's point, injuries, et cetera. Right. But, d- damn, Trey Near carried this team in December. He had one of the best Decembers that you could, you could look at in the NBA history. And then we get to January, and he's like, okay, can I get some help? Right. Guy's coming back. And now this is kind of where we are. Now, I don't know what happens tonight with Boston. We'll talk more about it. Then they're at Philly on Friday. But the fact of the matter is – if you don't do anything, what message does that send? And if you do something, it mm-hmm. better be something significant because I don't think that will not it won't resonate, Mike, with, with right. Hawks fans. That's the problem that the Hawks are in right now. And when I say significant, guys, I'm talking about adding a piece. You know, we saw the Clippers here the other night, right? Now they've done that o- over time. Right. But when you look at them, the reason why they're so good is Paul George, right. Kawhi. They went out hard and forced his way in. Hard and Harden still has some game, right? You I mean, know, but, you, but they've got legitimate right. stars, right? And that's we we need something here. And the like, guys, I know you you read the same websites if you're an NBA fan. I, I, I look to me, it's like doing algebra homework. I joked around with Carl to read about the cap and try to read all these intricacies and things that no one understands. The only way I can see out of this to improve the team is Russ has got to spend, take on salary, give up. I mean, and here's the thing though. You, you, you don't have a lot to give up. We just talked about it on this roster. Otherwise, it takes away from what you're trying to do, right? It does. Because if you, tra- if you take away, if you're trading some of your scoring and you're not getting something in return. Now, I will say this. I think we're so done with these picks. Whatever we've got left, some guys would say, man, at some point, you've got to have some picks to rebuild. Do we? Should we take a cue from the Pacers and just give them all up? I mean, because at this point. Oh, so now we're going to become the trade experts. I don't know. I mean, well, I don't really trust this regime to be trade experts, considering they got, you know, robbed blind by the Spurs. <laughs> so, and we traded John Collins too late when you didn't have maximum value. 
right? Yeah. So they've shown they don't really have an aptitude for it in the first place. Jazz are making a deal. There are teams out there, nothing significant yet, uh, but we will see. I mean, a lot of talk about the Lakers and wanting to make a move, and then all of a sudden that Laker DeJounte talk has kind of gone away. You know, it's kind of died here. So we find ourselves just kind of waiting and seeing what this team may do. I will say this. If they don't do anything, and that means not screw this up, I'd rather stay the course, get everybody healthy, let's see what we can do, can we go on a run, mm. rather than Mike trading to Jonte for nickels and dimes, peanuts and whatnot. Right. I just I, I don't want to do it. No, I, I just, uh, like I said, if, if somebody else there, and you, Carl and I joke around, like, everyone gets on the ESPN trade generator. <laughs> get on the trade machine. Yeah, but if you notice, look, look at the all of a sudden, ding, 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 ding. The luxury tax number starts going up, up, up. And it's got to match. Look, the numbers have to match. It's one thing to trade dollar for dollar, but how much money are you putting in to this luxury tax? So, you know what I think, and, and I'm just saying this. I don't know. Tony Ressler has not said this. He came on our show last year. Okay, we got to go back to before the season. Mm-hmm. And, and he said, listen, you know, I want to win and I want to do everything I can. But I think Mike. He told was, us he would get in the luxury. He said, he said he's he not afraid. Never, not, he said he's never not made a mandate that he's not, he's not afraid or that's a no-go. So, but, but if you're him and you look at this team and we are currently sitting in the 10th spot, why would you get into the luxury tax? See, that's, and therein lies the problem. If you pump money into this, you're still probably no better than those teams you just mentioned. Unless you really do something really dynamic, which isn't in the offing. The other thing, guys, is as we say all the time, we're not working in a vacuum here. There's a bunch of teams, the Mavericks, the Lakers, and everybody else is trying to improve their team yeah. to get better where they are, So, including teams in our conference. All right, lots to get to, uh, but we're keeping an eye out. Hawks need to try to do something to improve the team. But if it is, again, a bad trade, Landry Fields don't make it. So don't do you do do, so do you feel I mean if you could get I mean a first round I mean it sounds like you're only going to get one, one first, first round future first round and, and so it's not even going to have an immediate effect like no. you're going to like it's one thing if we were going to be terrible and be a bona fide lottery team and we had we knew we had a concrete 2024 pick but that's not the case no you've got to Mike I think this team to to take the next step has got to target one of these young stars right whether they've already been given a new deal or not, like, like for example, some of these guys that we've been talking about. Now, now some of these teams are not going to come off of their young stars. It's just not going to happen. OKC, all right, mm-hmm. to, to come off of a shade, they'd be idiots. But those are the kind of guys, Mike, they need to look at and say, what can we give in return? We don't care about the future. We're trying to win right now. And pairing somebody like that, if you added Shea Alexander to this team, forget about it. It's a different team, right? Right. That's the kind of move this team is going to have to make. But I think that's going to come via trade. I do not think that we are going to sit here for the next three years and draft the right guys while Trey is wilting away in, in year 10 all of a sudden, right. and, and we hadn't made a move. No, I mean, yes, we'd all love to have an SGA to your point, or Ant-Man, right? Correct. <laughs> Can't do it. That's what I'm talking about. Can't, but that's, that's, the, and that's the only thing that's going to take us anywhere. So we are, you know, that's the thing. We're in the, def, we're the definition of like a car going nowhere. We're literally on blocks, right? We're not even got wheels on this thing right now. <laughs> Meanwhile, Trey's, we're wasting the best years of Trey's career. He's going to uh, be in the All-Star game. We mentioned that yesterday, and we're happy for him, and I hope he balls out. This hour is brought to you by Man, the Man Cave Store. For family, friends, and fun, visit mancavestore.com. we got a lot to chop up. Solomon Wilcox is going to join us coming up in less than 10 minutes. Serious NFL and the Believe Network analysts will talk about the Super Bowl. We're counting down the Super Bowl Sunday, guys. And I want to know what Solomon thinks about these two teams and where he's at right now. We'll find out next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This is Jim Rome with the CBS Sports Minute. People really need- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I always love talking to guys like Solomon Wilcox. He's always been one of our favorites covering the Super Bowl and getting his thoughts. And, of course, he's with Sirius NFL and Believe Network analyst. Solomon, it's good to have you back on, man, and uh, we're going to talk about what you're involved in as well here coming up, which I think is is pretty cool. Uh, what are your What are your thoughts going into this on Sunday? I mean, where are you at right now? If I said you got to pick one, and why? Well, first of all, thank you for having me on with you guys. You guys do such a great job, and I appreciate uh, everything. But look, uh, it's hard to go against Patrick Mahomes, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, the last time he played against the 49ers in the Super Bowl was 50, uh, 54, Super Bowl 54. And they were down by 10 points with about eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. 20 to 10 was the score. He connects on third and 15, a 44-yard pass to Tyreek Hill. They were going to score 21 unanswered points in the fourth quarter to win that game 31-20. He's got that kind of magic. Everybody knows he's a great player. And, uh, look, I'm not going against him, even though I think – uh, the 49ers can be equally explosive on the offensive side of the ball. But if, you, if I had to pick a guy, I like Brock Purdy, but I'm rolling with Patty Mahomes. Yeah, man, I know that uh, a lot of talk this uh, this season about, you know, Brock Purdy getting killed by some analysts out there, but he always seems to be clutch. And uh, our old offensive coordinator, now their head coach, Shanahan, has struggled. He's blown some leads, but this year they're coming from behind. So has Shanahan figured out how to do that? You, you think they'll be clutch, or you think this game is going to be one-sided in Casey's favor? Yeah, look, in the previous two Super Bowls, as you guys well know, when he's been either the offense coordinator or the head coach, like in Super Bowl 54, right now, they to date, they scored zero points in the fourth quarter of those games. Mm. So, you know, he comes into this one saying, look, I cannot have a poor showing late in the game offensively against the Kansas City Chiefs defense. And yet this is a defense that has proven to be pretty good all season long, including the postseason. So, uh, I, I think it's going to be incumbent upon the 49ers with all those weapons they have, whether it's Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. I even love their fullback, Kyle Juszczyk. I think they have multiple weapons to be able to attack a defense with. Now let's see if they can come through. But it all goes through the point guard that we call a quarterback in Brock Purdy. 
Solomon, do you think Big Red gets enough credit? I mean, he's great, right? I mean, he was great with Philadelphia, and they ran him out because, oh, he can't win the Super Bowl. He gets to Kansas City. He's been great there. I just think he's one of the all-time greats, and I don't know if he gets the credit he deserves. Do you believe he does? I think he started to now that he's won a Super Bowl, and then when he won two, I think now, um, at least on the opening drive on Sirius XM NFL Radio, we consistently refer to him as one of the great coaches the game has ever seen. He is the only coach in NFL history to be the all-time winningest coach for two different franchises, where he is that with the Eagles and now with the Chiefs. He's the only coach in NFL history to win 100 games or more with two different franchises. So, no, he's starting to get his flowers, man. He's one of the greatest coaches. Now, with Belichick out, He's the winningest coach currently in the NFL. And I know it's a great argument, Solon, but, I mean, none of these dudes get to be where Belichick is, if you want to call him the GOAT, without the great quarterback. Montana with Bill Walsh. You know, Mahomes, Andy Reid had some great players in Philly. It took Mahomes. So, to be the man, unless you like the Ravens' defense or the Giants with Eli, you really do have to have that great quarterback. It's not brain surgery, is it? You're right, and that's why if anybody tells you they think Andy Reid's going to retire after Super Bowl. I tell him, you're crazy. Yep. He's riding Secretariat. <laughs> Who the hell do you know that, that he, you know, he, he's riding a horse you can't lose with? Right. And, and think about it. He waited all these years to finally get his guy. And, oh, he's going to walk away from the game? Mm-hmm. There ain't no one in their right mind with Patrick Mahomes in his prime is going to quit and walk away and not coach anymore. Yeah, he knows. He knows who he's playing with. He's playing with one of the best quarterbacks the game has ever seen. Solomon Wilcott's our guest, guys. Serious NFL and Believe Network analyst. All right, do you think Brock Purdy is a game manager? Is that fair or unfair? No, I think it's fair, but I think the nuance is that uh, every quarterback has to manage games. Every single one of them. There ain't a one-off. I remember when Tom Brady first started, those early Super Bowls they won, uh, they didn't score how a lot on offense. They played great defense. And they got out of there without him turning the ball over. You go look at the AFC Championship game um, against the Baltimore Ravens. What did you see happen in the second half with Patrick Mahomes? Playing against a great defense. They were shut out the entire second half. But he knew he had a defense that could get stopped. He knew that he just, all he had to do was protect the football. Get out of there with a win. I think we lose the nuance. We live in this world where things are either black or white. There's no gray areas. There's no nuance. And at the end of the day, you need a quarterback at times. They have to be a playmaker. And at times, they need to be a game manager. And that's why I use the analogy like a true point guard. That's what Joe Montana was, a great distributor of the ball. You know what he didn't do? Throw an interception in any of the four Super Bowl games that he won. That's why he won them, because he didn't turn it over. And he knew how to manage games as much as he knew how to make plays. That's why he was Joe Cool. Hey, man, Solomon Wilcox is with us, guys, from Sirius NFL and Believe Network Analyst on the WaitFor.com hotline. The, uh, the Chiefs, we, we brought this up uh, earlier in the week. The Chiefs looked dead in the water, Solomon. Nobody was making plays or dropping passes. They went like 10 weeks without Kelsey getting a touchdown. Is that a testament to coaching the offensive coordinator, Nager? How, how do they straighten that stuff out? Well, first of all, I think it's a testament to the leadership of Patrick Mahomes because that was a time when this team could have fractured and broke apart. If he would have started pointing fingers like, I think a lot of the people were asking him to, or at least a lot of the questions in press conferences following some of those games kind of, you know, led him in into a position where he could not take accountability. You know what he said? No, I have to throw a better pass. I can be better. 
he really calmed the waters and helped his team stay together until they got it right. Now, internally, there had to be some accountability. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantlin, instead of dropping balls, he started catching them. Uh, Darius Tony, they gave him some time to breathe. They got him out of there, right? right. And uh, we haven't seen him play in a while. I think he's going to play in the Super Bowl. But more importantly, even Andy Reid said it, we're not getting rid of Kadarius Tony. We're going to help him fix the problem. But what they did is they took him out of the fire for a while. He's, he's been voices in, hey, those injuries aren't real. I really can't play. And so at the end of the day, that, that told me they pulled him back to say, look, let's get the mind right. We know you can catch balls, but let's, let's start doing it. And now I think you're going to see him not be more of a prominent feature in this Super Bowl, but I, I think he's going to have an opportunity to make an impact along the way. Let's see in what way he's going to impact this team. Uh, as we continue to talk about the Super Bowl, I do want to acknowledge Solomon Wilcox is involved with uh, a great thing, Miok, the bear implant, and people who are not familiar with this, uh, Miok Orthopedics. Let's talk about this for a second and how you got involved and what they do. First of all, you should know they have this really interesting way of helping um, athletes and players and people um, overcome an ACL injury. Usually an ACL injury is when you tear the ACL, and it involves a reconstruction in which the ACL was torn and it's removed um, from the uh, – it's detached from the bone. Typically it's repaired by using a graft. Well, the bare implant is the first and only medical technology that's been proven to enable healing uh, of the torn ACL um, just by using a huge amount of blood supply, and that's how they go about helping it to heal. Now, they do go in and they reattach it to the bone, but they uh, use the blood supply to help with that healing. Typically in the knee area, you, you get poor blood supply. That's why in the past they've had to do a graft, an implant of some kind, but this is one of the more innovative ways of treating an ACL um, injury. And so all you have to do is go to the website, Miak Ortho, that's M-I-A-C-H, ortho.com, to find out more about the procedure. Right on. And, again, we have a lot of weekend warriors out there. I mean, I'm always gimping around, so get, get on the program. Hey, Sullivan, speaking of uh, injuries and such, we have a quarterback that some Falcon fans would want in Kirk Cousins. He's coming off an Achilles. That's a serious, serious injury. Then you got guys like Justin Fields. Then you got maybe a Russell Wilson trade. If you're the Falcons, any of those guys interest you? Well, Justin Fields definitely interests me. Um, and I think you have more of a long-term play to continue to develop him. And you know that the upside is there. Um, and then you can have your quarterback maybe for the next 10 years. Russell Wilson would be more of a short-term play. Uh, we've seen uh, the second iteration of some quarterbacks recently win Super Bowls. Now those guys are, you know, uh, Matthew Stafford and, of course, Tom Brady win a Super Bowl on the back end of their career um, simply because they've been given a second chance. Uh, so Russell Wilson is one of those guys I still believe in. I still believe he can make plays. So either one of those guys would be an option for me. Yeah, it's going to be interesting as the offseason plays out. We're talking about the Super Bowl as well with Solomon Wilcox. All right, before we get you out of here, I asked you to start. You said Chiefs. What is the score here? Is this a close game? Is it a blowout? Because I'm with you on this. It's hard to bet against Mahomes. But what are we talking about on Sunday? I think it's going to be a close game. I think the 49ers are going to get theirs. They're too good. Man, these guys are the only, they're the four teams in NFL history where they have a 4,000-yard passer 
and then four guys with a thousand yards from scrimmage, and that is Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, and Debo Samuel. So they're going to get theirs on offense. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I'm checking in at around forty-two to thirty-eight, Kansas City Chiefs. That's the over, my friends. I'll take it. <laughs> yes. I'll take it. Sounds like an exciting game. <laughs> Solomon, man, we always appreciate you. Uh, continued success, and uh, thanks for stopping by. We, we love it, man. You guys are the best. Keep up the great work, okay? Thank you. Cool. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. I know that we uh, you know, we talked to Brandon Lang, and he's been killing it with his record the last three decades of the Super Bowl, and he likes the Chiefs. His argument is, look, the 49ers are winning by the hair of their chinny-chin-chin. They, they should have gotten beat by the Lions, should have gotten beat by the Packers. Solomon's saying they do. And that's the thing, you know, because Shanahan he has blown leads. He has. And but this year they're actually the come from behind team. If that but does that matter? No. I, I, well, who was it yesterday we were talking to who said, Oh, it was our buddy Stink. He said the 49ers have gotten away from what they do best. Right. Here's a little birdie, all right? And this is why I'm reluctant to just go all in on the Chiefs. Mike Shanahan is watching these games too, Mike. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he's called Kyle and said, right. what are you doing? Run the ball, baby. Get back to what you do. And right. I'm just telling you, they're going to go into one game. This is not – we're not looking at the next six weeks. Right. They need one game's performance. How do you get the best performance out of your group? you got to go back to what you are. And I think that's what they do, which is why I think it is going to be a close game. So I think it's be CMC. <laughs> hey, that's, coming that's up. Christian McCaffrey. We are going to uh, talk about what's going on around the world of sports, including (laughs) what it might take to get Justin Fields. New information in. And he's back. And I can't wait. It's Dukes and Bell. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Here's Dukes and Bell. Coming up, you'll hear our conversation with Terry Fontenot, the general manager of our Atlanta Falcons. Uh, a lot of people saying with no Belichick, 
uh, in the way that he gained more uh, of a role in the organization. It's something we're going to explore coming up a little bit later on. Um, it is the trade deadline tomorrow, 3 o'clock. We're talking about the NBA. Hawks need to probably try to do something. Uh, as we said, uh, right now, nothing is intimate. Uh, intimate. Intimate. <laughs> Imminent. Hey, yeah. <laughs> so is uh, intimacy in- imminent? Uh, but nothing is going on as we speak. One of our listeners, Mike, on social media, and follow Mike. He's Mike Bell, ATL. I mean, put him up. See Dukes, the radio show, Dukes and Bell 929. Follow the radio station at 929 The Game. He just simply said, look, um, you know, th- they have to get at least a couple of first rounders if you're going to do this. If you're going to trade right. DeJounte Murray, and this is from Wilson, he spells it W I L S X N. He says they got to get at least two first rounders. Right. If you guys, if you, if, and he says Dukes and Bell, if they're not going to get any anything, you know, mm-hmm. more or less right. than that, you're doing us a disservice. Yeah. And, and, you know, the other aspect of this we just talked about is, you know, we're kind of in like the worst place to be, which is the true kind of like no man's land. We're not bad enough to be a lottery team where maybe you'd get that transformative player like, you know, and then everyone would go bananas and we got, you know, and we already have Trey. But, and then you can't really make the moves because of the salary issues with the cap to go get the pieces in here that would really put us over the top. You know, and what, and as you said, what is, what is acceptable to the fan base? I mean, we're, this is going to be three, if this stays the course, it'll be three years of playing games. Yep. After going to the conference championship. That is something we're keeping an eye on. We'll see if the team decides to uh, do something. Hey, and by the way, what does a 28 or 27 or a 29 pick even mean? It doesn't. It doesn't mean anything. Other than something you're just going to flip and package you know, yeah. later for in the, the year? For I mean, the future. Right. It, that's so far off the radar, right. Mike. You, you don't even know what that looks like. You couldn't even tell me like how that impacts a team, whether Trey is here or not. I'm being real. Like That's just so far off the radar. I want to uh, do something that affects this team right now. Mm-hmm. Big O behind the glass, our engineer. Of course, Turtle is our executive producer. We got a lot more to get into. NFL Blitz is on the way, and you will get a chance to hear from Diana Rossini, who says she knows why Mike Vrabel was not picked as a head coach, Mike. Very oh. interesting stuff on the way in the 3 o'clock hour. Right now, let's get to a uh, – let's hit some headlines. <laughs> Strap in, youngins. Hitting the headlines with Dukes and Bell. Hey, we've got Usher tickets, too, by the way. We gave some away yesterday. We'll give some away today, guys. Yeah. He is uh, here at State Farm Arena October 17th. He is, uh, of course, playing the Super Bowl. I can't wait to see what the performance looks like, who might come out on stage with him and all of that. That's going to happen Sunday, but he's here uh, October 17th, and we're giving you a pair of tickets, so stay tuned for that. Mike, um, let's start with the Super Bowl because we just had a great conversation with Solomon Wilcox talking about this game. And, you know, the thing is, what do you believe? Like, right now, what do you believe? Does that change in a few days? I don't think so, Mike. I think if you're leaning one way or the other, you're kind of in that lane. You are – a Chiefs? You're thinking right. Chiefs? Or you're thinking 49ers, and here's why? I don't think that changes. No, I mean, I, I'm rooting for the 49ers just because, look, I can't quit you, Shanahan. Sure. Some, some nitwit, I don't know why a guy did this, but he put out the uh, amazing, you know, Matt Ryan stepping up in the pocket, making that throw to Julio. Julio's toe-tap and catch. Should have been the game. And it, it, still, it still hurts. But uh, I'd like to see Shanahan. To me, the 49ers, I'd like to see them do it. You know, I like the team. I like, you know, I like the way they're constructed. But it's just, yeah, you, it's so hard to root against Mahomes. He's, he kind of has so, sort of supplanted Brady as that guy you just take is like death and taxes. He's going to get it done. He's going to get it done. Let's hear Travis Kelsey because he's getting uh, a lot of love this week. And he says it's giving him energy. Everybody's, you know, subject to their own opinion on everything. But I, um, I feel like it's only giving me energy, man. I'm, uh, I'm very fortunate to be in the position I am in life and to have the amazing things going for me. And you know what? I, uh, I'd be silly to find any negativity in what's going on in my life. Yeah. Ain't no jitters for me, baby. I'm excited for this one, man. 
Yeah, I, I guess he was hinting there. My mm. girlfriend is a billionaire. Here is uh, hey, Brock good for Purdy. Him, by the way. Good for him. Oh, you no know, doubt. The hate and the nonsense. No and the guy's living his best life, having a ball. Dude, in a Super Bowl, dating right. one of, if not the biggest pop stars hey, in the world? Him Come and his on. brother are having a I mean, there's, the guy's having – everyone is so miserable these days. Here's a guy just loving life. Enjoy it. Embrace yeah. it. Embrace it. Hey, uh, let's hear from Brock Purdy talking about uh, the comparisons. And people are trying to do this. I think it's unfair. 49ers have had great quarterbacks, guys that have won Super Bowls. He is not Joe Montana, mm. not yet. But here's what is uh, here's what what he had to say about the comparisons. What they've done, you know, for this organization, the history. Um, for me as a quarterback, it's like, all right, you know, there's obviously some big shoes to fill, and I'm not going to compare myself to them or anything. But you know, they've set the standard for for winning in this organization. When you look at the 49er logo, you think of success and Super Bowls because of those guys. And so, um, that's you know something that I have in the back of my mind. Like, all right, there's a standard here. If he wins it, we could be starting to watch the start, okay, of what could be a Brock Purdy run. Listen, that team's good. They're not going anywhere either. I mean, they've been here, guys. This is where they've been. We were talking about the Chiefs. They've been in the NFC Championship games as well the last five years. So, Mike, I mean, again, the, the element last year was he gets hurt in that Eagles game. They had no shot. If he wins on Sunday, there's, that's part of this conversation is going to be, okay, now, Purdy, you got one. He's a young dude. He's Mr. Irrelevant. All of that, I think, goes away, and you say, now he's a Super Bowl champion. But think about, I mean, I just I really like the organization, but there are some screwy things that have happened to that organization. The Trey Lance draft pick comes to mind. But, you know, do you have to have that elite quarterback to win a Super Bowl? I mean, we talked, talked about it with Solomon Wilcots. Unless you've got, you know, Ray Lewis and all those great Ravens defense behind you, you know, or, or you're Brad Johnson with the Bucks, right? You know, for the most part, you go back and look, all these guys are the elite quarterbacks. The one guy who still doesn't get respect is Eli Manning. Sure. These guys just don't like Eli. Right. But he still made some big plays, but the defense, you know, obviously was elite. So, you know, shut down Tom Brady twice, beat him up. So, and until Purdy shows it, has, has Purdy given you four quarters the last, like, month? No. No, it's a concern. He right. hasn't. He's played He's played two separate halves. He hasn't put together a complete right. game. And you just feel in this game, if you don't, look, look at Jalen. Jalen Hurts made one mistake in that Super Bowl, the fumble. Cost him the game. Sure did. And if Purdy does that, it's probably going to cost the 49ers a game. Uh, headlines brought to you by our friends at ATL Live Well. Don't just live, live well. You know, we're talking about these quarterbacks. We need one. Listen to our former quarterback, Matt Ryan, talk about Raheem Morris needing to stabilize the position. I think most importantly, he's got to stabilize the quarterback position. It really was the thing that that held the Falcons back this last year. And I think if he can do that, whether it's, you know, bringing in a young player uh, from somewhere else, like a Justin Fields or or something like that, or moving up in the draft and and trying to get one of these talented guys that we've seen in in college football, I think they have to do something at that spot. I look for them to be aggressive this offseason. Be fun if Matt had like that LeBron meme with a do rag and a cigarette out of his side of his mouth. He says, "I live, man. Damn if I know. Gotta have a QB. <laughs> I did my job. I did. <laughs> Quarterback. Damn if I know. Yeah, I <laughs> have no that's, idea. But that's it, you know. And and by the way, we I was going to save this for the NFL Blitz, but just because we saw it, it's been out there a couple a uh, couple hours now on social media. That NFL Rumors Twitter page, which they just kind of cobble up stuff from all around the country, but they're saying that the consensus, at least from wherever they're getting the general managers they're talking to, is it's a second rounder for Justin Fields, which is fine by me if that's where you want to go. That's more than fine. All right, I'm going to take you guys again, give you a little bit more than you, you, you're getting somewhere else, anywhere else. If anybody is going to get a deal on Justin, I believe it's going to be the Falcons, and here's why. Terry Fontenot and Ryan Poles are friends. Now, you can tell me all you want. It's a business, and it is. Ryan Poles is not going to get robbed, but he's not going to try to rob Terry. And, Mike, because of that, I think if any team gets a deal, it may be us. 
Mm-hmm. Meaning they may be the asking price for everybody is different. Right. You call me and I don't know you, and guess what? I'm trying to get the best deal. I'm going to tell you I need a first, a second, and a future third. Terry calls him and he says, "What are you looking for?" Well, we can do a second. I think this is right on. I yeah. think this is what it's going to take to get Justin, along with the future. You're going to give a future first or a future pick, but you don't have to give up a first round pick. I'm just telling you guys from the circles I'm talking to that is a real possibility. It doesn't mean we steal him, right. but we get a fair deal. Now, again, guys, we don't know. You know what the game plan is. You know, does you know Coach Ra and Zach Robinson, his OC, believe it? Do they believe in Justin Fields? They might not. They might think like some of you guys out there say, "Look, I've seen three years of this guy, and he's too inconsistent." And and some of these things we don't think we can fix. Or do you say, "Hey, you know, if if we do find the things that we can tweak it, we got you know a couple of years, and then obviously you're gonna have to pay the man like any other quarterback that's starting." But it's it's intriguing. Uh, and, what do they view of him? Like, what's right. the view of him? You're right, right Mike. You're and, right. And, and by the way, and if I told you it was a second and a fourth round pick, hell yeah. Who Adios. doesn't do that? Right. Second and a third. Yeah. Gone. I, gone. Adios. Gone. Hey, uh, as we're talking about this, guys, and it's interesting because we're going to talk more about, you know, where the Falcons are currently and, and you know, the decision-making process. Terry may have a completely different idea about him than Raheem Morris, Mike. And, and again, mm-hmm. the report was, remember this, the last regime, meaning Arthur Smith, and I'm guessing specifically Arthur, did not like Justin Fields. Not enough to draft him. Right. Right? Terry was here. So was it one guy that liked him and one guy that didn't? And ultimately, yeah. that's the guy that made the decision? Yeah. That's what I'm wondering about. Right. Or, or the bigger picture. And some of it may have been the feeling that until somebody, ownership, uh, said, we need to go try to make a run for Deshaun Watson, you believed you still had Matt Ryan for another year. Right? And then you could have, the quarterback urgency wasn't going to be there. Perhaps. And then it changed. Correct. Yeah. And then, and then no, no one foresaw that the quarterback class was going to be absolute garbage the following year, which it was. So that's where we stand. This hour brought to you by the Man Cave Store for family, friends, and fun. Visit mancavestore.com. Last but not least, as we hit some headlines, guys, NBA trade deadline tomorrow, 3 o'clock. We're all over it, and we're watching, and we'll keep you updated. Any breaking news, you know it's going to happen right here. He's back, and I'm excited. Tiger Woods is committed to play in next week's Genesis Invitational, Mike. Mm-hmm. It was 2021 when he had that horrific car accident yeah. and obviously had multiple surgeries, but this was the tournament in which he was at. When the car accident happened, it actually it had happened already, and, and uh, the car accident happened after the tournament. But either way, he is going to play. It's the first time this year he's announced that he's going to play. So very cool. The tournament, I yeah. think, is next Thursday. It starts next Thursday. Right. So you know us. I mean, I'm curious to see what he looks like and what right. – because I, I want to see. I mean, look, I'm still in a guy – I wouldn't have picked up the sticks if it wasn't for the man, so I'm always going to – I'll die on that hill with Tiger Woods. And it's more interesting, guys, because it just, it just is. By the way, John Rahm – um, he's interviewing, and it sure sounds like he misses the PGA Tour. He was doing an interview because up in Las Vegas, and he was saying, yeah, I sure hope at some point I'll be able to play Torrey Pines and stuff in <laughs> Palm Springs. Yeah. yeah, take your yeah. check and go. Apparently, apparently blowing, blowing the end of that tournament down in Mexico the other day. didn't cut it for John Rahm <laughs> in front of, like, you know, 4,500 people. There was nobody there. Yeah, there were, yeah. You, yeah you watched. <laughs> I there watched. Was, there was nobody well, there. Was, there. There was nothing on television, you know. It really was. Hey, man, we got a lot to chop up. You're going to hear from Terry Fontenot talking with us here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and his thoughts about the team and much more in the 3 o'clock hour. But when we come back, we got to get to an NFL blitz to include why didn't this particular coaching candidate get a job? Wait until you hear why, according to one source, next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 